Yeah, so the video didn't work, but this podcast or whatever this is that I was testing out is still uh, hella funny. So I'm posting it and you will enjoy it and we will figure out my camera issues at another time because I have nothing but time. You're listening to Social Misfit. What's going on, Misfits? We're in the house. We're in the house. We're testing things out. Um, I bought a brand new microphone that I told you about that someone actually stole, and I had to get it back again. Shout out to Amazon replenishing stolen products. And I figured out I might as well, you know, figure it out at home by myself in quarantine because this is where we are. I just came from a really long walk with my dog, Winnie, who showed her ass when we got back to the house. Because let me tell you something. Animals are very in tune. OK, very in tune. So she knows that something's going on. She did not want to come back in the house. Not to say that I got the Rona in my house, but I guess she's like cooped up and wants to be outside, which is really funny because any other time. She wants to lay around all day, but now that she knows that we're supposed to be in the house, she want to, and the worst part about it is we were out for like an hour walk because I've been quarantined. I'm not saying like, it's just me and I'm not like medically forced to be quarantined, but, but since I've been, since I've been social distancing, I broke up my Fitbit so that I can count my steps because she, me, her, is not really feeling working out in the house. Also, I can't really work out in the house. And I know it sounds like an excuse, but like, honestly, for real, this is a very old, 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 old house. And it's at least a hundred and something years old. Like for real. So with that in mind, the floors are kind of weak. I know. And I'm yes, I'm a big bitch, but like the floors are really like and for example, like one time I had a Super Bowl party. This is back when she used to entertain and I had a Super Bowl party and um, a guest of mine who I will not name, like plopped down in the chair and then the chair went through the floor, not the whole chair, but like the two back legs. And so I still have a hole in my floor, but I've just covered it with like a very nice um, vanity dresser. So, yeah, she cannot be doing Kiara Lichet's workout, Tapata, Samata, Kampata classes up here in this rickety old brownstone. So that really limits the types of workout that I can do. Yes, I know I can still do other things with body weight and squats. And and I did. I did do a workout with my trainer. We did it. We did a workout with my trainer. And, um, you know, it was eventful. I actually did break a sweat and I felt sore and I should have foam rolled, but I didn't foam roll. So it's really all on me at this point, y'all. It's me. I'm the problem. I realize I am the problem. I am. I'm the problem. You know how I know I'm the problem? Because normally when situations come up like this and you're just like, oh, you know, if I was in a house, I would get so much stuff done. I ain't getting shit done. I ain't getting nothing done. Oh, but now the new thing I'm saying is like, oh, this is the first week. This is week one. So like, of course, week one, I want to chill out because I've been ripping and running. This is what I tell myself. Girl, you so tired. You've been ripping and running all year. You could just take this. Take this first week of quarantine, girl. Take this for yourself. Self-care, girl. You got this. You got this, girl. 
And now it is going into week two. And I just don't want to do anything. The thing that I realized the most that I don't want to do is the damn dishes. Man, what I would give. What I would give to be able to perform sexual favors to have someone come here and wash my dishes. Oh, it's a win win for me. I'm so serious. I wish I had somebody. I wish I had somebody who could. Uh, who would come over here and watch. Maybe that's a business. Dick and dishes. Maybe that's a business, right? So you know how you have those men that will go to the, those paint and sim classes and they would nude, there will be nude models and everybody's like drunk because they've been sipping on their wine and they've been painting and the guy's like naked and by the end of it, like he's getting like, basically he's getting head at the end of the night because chicks are so wasted, not realizing that their teachers and like their students' parents are going to see this on the Jasmine brand or whatever. But what if, what if there was a group of men and or women with strap-ons who were proven to be free of the COVID-19 virus and they took extra precautions to sterilize themselves every time they went to a client's house. You sign up on a website, Dick and Dishes, and you tell them, how many dishes you have in your um in your sink you get you have to charge uh you you pay per dish and type of dish right so like a saucer is going to be less than like a a salad plate and then like a big plate is going to be more pots pots start at four dollars a pop for pots start start at mm, let's say five i like i like like even Okay, it's not even, but like 5, 10, 15. I like, like good increments. Well, you don't have to do no funny adding. So, okay, pot start at $5 a pot. I would say dishes start at two. Big plates go up to four. Um, silverware, all uh, teaspoons are 75 cents. Tablespoons are $1.25. Cups and mugs and glasses all go about I would say three to five dollars depending on how big it is and how dirty they are too and then you have to like put in a little drop down menu and you say okay I got four bowls two uh two the uh, salad plates uh three mugs a couple pots that's been nice and cruddy because I didn't run no water in them and then they'll tell you what your total is and then you get to pick the man or woman with a strap on who um will service your kitchen and they will come at a certain time and then you know they'll wash your dishes now should they now now they should they wash your dishes first or should you get the dick first i think that you should wash them i think you should watch them wash your dishes and then after that you get the dick and all dick um, all dick payouts cannot exceed, I would say, mm, 30 minutes because they're on a tight schedule. Okay. So all together, your appointment for dick and dishes should not exceed 60 minutes. It should be 20 to 30 minutes for dishes. Anything over 30 minutes for them to wash dishes and is an extra cost. Um, and then the dick appointment itself should not last more than 30 minutes. However, with the dick appointment, there are some stipulations. They will not be performing oral sex on you because they don't know you like that. 
Um, if you want to perform oral sex on them, it must be with a condom, even on the strap on. And also, if you proceed with intercourse, it's also with the condom. Exactly. And also, um, you must make your shower available to them so that they can shower and, de- and um, you know, decontaminate themselves so that they can go out into the world and be clean, whatever. I just came up with a business, y'all. Dick and dishes. Where's my money? I should take this on Shark Tank. Where's my money? That's a great idea, y'all. And I thought about it all myself. And no, I'm not high because I can't smoke because you're not supposed to smoke with the um, with the Coronas. So I've been doing tinctures. Shout out to my bestie who dropped me off a vial of tinctures. I don't know if you call them vials. Um, my trainer's asking me if we're working out today at 530 or 630. Hmm. That's exactly what I wrote. Hmm. I mean, I guess. Let's do 530. 5.30. Um, well, for some reason, somebody at the census is texting me and asking me if I filled out my census. And no shade, and, and I don't want to sound dark and damper or whatever, but um, I feel like we should hold off on the census until the wave of coronavirus settles down a little bit. Like, let's really see how many people we for real counting, because I think we don't want to be a little bit too presumptuous. And I think we should move the census back to January 1st, 2021. That's just my thought. That's just my thought. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like. We should really get an honest count. And right now we can get that because we don't know what's about to happen. I'm just I'm just saying I'm just saying. OK, so, yes, I've been thinking about business opportunities such as Dick and Dishes. I'm going to trademark it. Oh, speaking of trademark. Well, not trademark, but like I'm going to show you something. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. It came in the mail before we stopped getting mail. I got my uh, copyright for my comedy album. Yes, that's right. I copy. I got my album copyrighted. Is that is that how you say it? Certificate certificate of registration. Uh, the certificate issued under the seal of the copyright office in accordance with Title Seventeen United States Code. Attest that registration has been made for the work identified below. The information on the certificate has been made a part of the copyright office records, y'all. Yes, big dick energy. Big dick energy. I wonder if somebody got a little kiki when they was filling out this paperwork. Like, what big dick energy? Yes. So if you haven't listened to my comedy album, you can grab it on all the streaming platforms. It's called Big Dick Energy. And also, I have all the video footage of it as well. And I will be posting those clips on my Patreon. Yes, that's right. I have a Patreon. I do have a Patreon. And actually, I'm videotaping this podcast right now, which wasn't even really supposed to be a podcast. I just wanted to test out my camera and my new microphone setup. So depending on how this looks, it might not be a video to this. And I'm letting you know right now, I have no hair on, no makeup. Uh, I just came from walking my dog and... I have this train of thought like it's really interesting. Like if I cannot get the number one thing on my to do list done, nothing gets done. 
nothing gets done. And so I've been telling myself, okay, with all things considered, I've, you know, like many people in my profession and and people in every profession, but I lost a lot of money with this whole quarantine thing. And it's, that's, it's not important. It's not important at all. Um, money comes and goes. I don't do any of this for money in the sense of like, yo, I'm about to be rich and I'm going to be buying cars and we like, that's not me, but I did lose a lot of money. And a part of me is like, well, how can I still maintain a certain level of interaction and creativity? And I realized that my dumb ass started a Patreon in 2018 and really did not post it. And I'm going to tell you why I didn't really post to my Patreon because this has to do with me. I'm the problem. Right. The reason why I didn't post on my Patreon is because I did not believe in myself. I did not believe that people would want to contribute five, fifteen, twenty five dollars a month to little old Chloe. Why would they? I mean, I'm not doing anything special. And then I realized something with all the people who have like stuck by me with this podcast, who've come over with me from ranting and raving, who've who've seen me on Comedy Central this week at the cellar. People who've like come across me or, or found my book and then found my album and found me. I realized that what I was saying in my works was resonating with people. And that was the whole intent and purpose of me doing this in the first place. I became a comedian because I wanted to reach out to people. I wanted to communicate. I wanted to share my thoughts and views. And hopefully people who identify or found, you know, intrigue in it would stick around. And a lot of you have. And so I really realized that I needed to put myself out there and believe in myself. And I do. And I do believe in myself. And I do believe in the circumstances. I know finances are really hard. And that is why I have different levels to my Patreon, because I want you to do what is comfortable to you. But I also know that we need entertainment and I'm an entertainer, honey. She's an entertainer. So with your help, I will be able to continue making creative content. And on my Patreon, it's going to be a lot more stuff. It's going to be um, videos. It's going to be a lot of exclusive comedy clips that are not seen anywhere else. Um, a lot of my failed projects that I used to do that I will definitely dig out the archives and dust off and put up there. I'm also want to get to the position where once I have enough people who sign up to my Patreon, I can hire a tech person who even could work remotely to help me do a live stream. That's my goal. My goal is to do a live stream once a week and then work up to like every night, like my own show that I can talk to everybody in real time. Cause I think that's just where we are right now in life. And you see on Instagram every single second of every single day. Now everybody's going live. Shout out to D nice who I do not know, but reached over a hundred thousand people watching him. And a party was like, you realize how hard it is to retain people's attention for that long of a period of time. And he was DJing for several hours and he did it several times throughout this week. But it just goes to show you that like people really want entertainment. And I know a lot of times like we make fun of movie stars who are like, oh, you know, my job is hard as an actor, you know, who like they add a lot of gravity to it. But then you realize like you do watch it. You consume stuff that helps you get your mind off of the fucked up circumstances that you're in. And when you find someone that lightens your mood, you cherish that person. And that is what somebody said to me. And his name is Gabe. 
Shout out to Gabe, who listens to all my podcast episodes. He also did the cover art for Big Dick Energy. And he just ran up on me in the DM and was like, get your shit together. We want to support you. Let us support you. Let let us help you help you. And I was like, all right, fine. And so I did it. I relaunched my Patreon. I also got Yamanika to launch her Patreon. Monroe Martin launched his Patreon. So uh, Menu and Heart is going to be launching his pretty soon. So if you enjoy any of my friends who are in comedy and you want to, you know, either show just a little bit of love each month or really, you know, donate a good amount of money I don't I mean you know whatever is in your budget but you can if you can sign up and enjoy and support the people who are out here you know making you laugh and giving you some entertainment throughout your day because I mean like how many times can you play Scrabble with your family and I'm here by myself and I don't even want to play Scrabble with myself so give me something to look at give me something to laugh at thank you and if you're wondering why I am here by myself my brother, the millennial, we'll, we will forever refer to him now as the millennial because I want to give him a little sense of like anonymity. Um, he is staying with his girlfriend. I know he is quarantine cohabitating with his lady love and he's been cooking food every night, which is funny because he does not cook food here. And every day, my family and I with my parents and my brother, we do like a WhatsApp video chat just so we can check in with each other and it's hilarious because my parents are married and live in the same apartment yet and still they both want to be on their own individual phones whenever we do this video chat so we got to deal with them being too close together too much feedback one has to go to one end of the apartment the other one goes to the other end of the apartment they got to close their door so they don't have to hear each other because it's a lag on a video chat a mess, honey, a mess. But I am so grateful that I have my parents and I'm so grateful that I have technology so I can still see their faces because I want to make sure that they are protecting themselves. And I know a lot of us are dealing with family members who may not be taking it so seriously, but we really need to really, really, really like, you like drive the point home that social distancing works if adhered to. Um, if you have older people in your family, Teach them how to do video chat so you can see them and check on them every single day. Even if it's like two minutes, just call Nana, call Papa, get them on that WhatsApp, get them on that FaceTime and talk to them and see their faces. OK, especially if you have older people in your family who live by themselves. And I think hopefully one good thing that will come out of this is that we really revisit how we treat old people in this country because in my mind, there's no reason why someone really old should be living by themselves unless they're living in like an assisted living environment. But like when I hear people who are like, my grandmother is 92 and she lives by herself and she likes it that way. It's like, no, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm, no, 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 not on my watch. Not on my watch. OK, my grandmother, uh, she and my grandfather lived together when he passed away. We moved to back up here to New York to stay with us. And I say us, I mean, like the family up here. She don't live with me. I can't live with an old lady, but she does, she's taken care of. And I go and visit her um, when I'm not traveling. And now I can't really go over there because she's older and her. She's, you know, a very vulnerable. She's in that group of vulnerable people. She's older. She has respiratory issues. So I just say hi to her on the WhatsApp chat. 
But we have to either really, really revisit how we handle elder care in this country. Uh, nursing homes are not the jam. They're absolutely horrendous in this country. There's so much abuse and neglect that happens. Actually, we don't even have enough federal funding for nursing homes. Like, If it was a federal program, then maybe it would be a little bit better. But like most cases, it's not good. And they're hella expensive. Hella expensive. My grandmother was having a tantrum. She was like, I'll just go live in a nursing home. And I was like, let me look that up for you, uh, grandma. That shit costs $3,500 a month and you're in a shared room and you don't have your own kitchen. So what you say about bunking with a stranger? Thought so. We need to really think about how we handle old people in this country. And if you have older people in your family, it's time for one of y'all youngins, younger people to step up and move them in with you because under no circumstances should an elderly person be living by themselves in this day and in this in this time. You know, they can't go to the store. They can't interact with people. They can't get food like we have to do something better. And if we're talking about saving people, I need to save myself because I probably ate glass today. Let me just let me just tell the story, okay? About three days ago, when I was in full acceptance of being in honest quarantine life, minus walking my dog twice a day, I already did plenty of shopping. I spent a ton of money, like at least like five to seven hundred dollars in preparation of being inside my house, right? And just getting everything that I needed. And also, you know, when you come from a place of like having a weird relationship with food, such as myself, you really don't even know like really how to stock up for food. Like from a like I know nutrition wise, yes, but when you're thinking about Making a meal is very different than stocking up on food that needs to last you for weeks. So I had to go shopping at least three times before I figured out, okay, if I eat a grain and a legume and a protein um, once a day as a big meal and then have a smaller meal like a smoothie, that means I need to get some frozen fruit. Then I need to get some like a bunch of almond milks or rice milk because I don't drink cow's milk. All right, what's my breakfast going to be? Okay, I'm going to do oatmeal. I'm going to do, like, I had to really think about, like, how I can plan food all along, a long period of time, right? So I'm already approaching everything in my kitchen that I bought is, like, with scarcity, okay? I'm not going to just eat a bunch of shit because it needs to last me. I mean, thankfully, we're still able to go to the supermarket and they're practicing social distancing. Like, if you go to the supermarket now, they're making you wait because they want to make sure there's like not too many people close together in a supermarket. So you got to wait in a line six feet apart. Then the security guard lets you in. I know, right? And then you get to shop and then you get online. And then everybody is standing right up on each other online. But whatever. I mean, it's it's uphill, uphill battle. So I went to make myself toast. I take out two pieces of cinnamon raisin toast. I take out my vegan cream cheese. It's actually, I mean, it has a it has a look it has a look and consistency of cream cheese, but like when it gets a little warm, it loses its whiteness and it goes a little like clear. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about that later. Maybe I'll do a video and show you this vegan cream cheese since I'm doing Patreon now. Everything is content. So I go back into the refrigerator to get the jar of apple jelly glass jar of apple jelly and I pull it out but because my refrigerator is stacked 
it gets caught on something, I don't know what, and it falls, right? But it wasn't like a high fall. It fell like really low to the ground, but it still like, it like shattered, but kind of like held its shape. And I was like, oh, first casualty of this quarantine. I done dropped my apple jelly. Apple jelly is the only jelly that I eat, by the way. Like y'all can have that grape shit and that fucking marmalade. No, thank you. No, thank you. Apple jelly all day, every day. The real ones know what's up. So I'm like, fuck. I got all this bread. I got all this peanut butter. I got all this fucking vegan cream cheese. And my one jar of jelly is gone. And I'm on day three of quarantine. And this jelly's gone. Man, I got to save this jelly. I know, I know, I know. But what I did was because, like I said, it fell and it held its place. I just like took the glass off of it and threw the glass away. And then I like scooped like what I felt was like a safe area of the jelly. And then I put it in like an old, like a Tupperware container and I put it back. I no, Listen, I know. I, I get, I, I, yes, I know. I know. Right. So I ended up going food shopping yesterday with my mother and I bought another jar of apple jelly. So I was like, okay, good. But you know, I don't want to waste the jelly that I saved on the broken glass. Yes, it was on the floor, but I didn't save the part of the jelly that touched the floor. It was just the top part, whatever. So I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with my cinnamon raisin bread and it was good. Like the peanut butter was nice and gooey mm, 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 mm. and the, mm, it was just like the nice and the hot and the cold because I heat up the heat up the slice of bread with the peanut butter on it just so it's like a little toasty and warm so I can spread the peanut butter correctly because I don't like when there's that big mound in the middle and you bite into like a big chunk of peanut butter like all hard. And so I got like three bites in and I'm chewing and I hear a crunch. And I was like, fuck, it's a piece of glass in here. It wasn't, it was like a tiny piece of glass. So I threw it out. I, I spat out that mouthful and I threw out that sandwich. And then I was like, I got to throw out this jelly that I saved with my bare hands from the catastrophe. So I threw it out. And then I just made me a whole new sandwich. But then I was like, oh my God, what if I like, what if I swallow like a little piece of glass? Like, will it rip me up on the inside? Because I remember remember hearing like wives tales of like how wives would like get their husbands back back in a day when you couldn't like call a police on your husband because like domestic violence is the lay, lay of the land. So if your husband beat your ass, he just beat your ass. And so they would get back at their husbands by like grinding up glass and putting it in their food. And then like all the glass shards, like, you know, fucks up their intestines. So I was like, Man, wouldn't that be a piece of fucking work if my ass goes through a corona because I swallowed a fucking piece of glass in my peanut butter and jelly sandwich? So I've just been swallowing a lot today, drinking a lot of fluids, also drink hot fluids because they say that helps like flush the um, coronavirus out of your nasal passage and throat so that it doesn't go into like your lungs. So I've been just drinking a lot of liquids and lesson learned. If you drop something on the ground and it's in a glass container, throw the whole thing away. Even if that means you have to be locked up in your house for weeks, if not months on end without any jelly for your peanut butter sandwiches. Ta-da. Ta-damn-da. <laughs> That's what we learned today. Okay. Okay. All right. This has been a bonus episode of Social Misfit. Um... This is the first taping. We're going to see how it goes. And I look forward to seeing you all more soon, sooner than later. Stay well. Take care of yourself. Listen to your body. Listen to your body. Bye.
Ooh, ooh, ooh.